Hey guys, so today you and I are going to talk about jerks. So let's get into it. So the question in question was, Frederick, do you often see brilliant jerks have their way in many software engineering companies? Well, I'm not sure how you will define a jerk, but uh, I see um, I, I do see that it's it's very difficult for you, at least in my part of the world, to make a bad attitude fly in an IT organization. There are people absolutely who can make it work, but they they usually are they usually sit very loose in many areas. Sometimes they're in a position of power or something like that, where it makes it difficult. It's difficult to deal with them. But the people that usually go unchecked are the uh, well. The most common thing I see is that people who think they are smarter than they are, uh, and uh, have a lot of ideas in an environment where most people are apathetic and don't give a shit about what you do. Uh, they usually uh, get their way in engineering companies. It's not that it, I do meet people who have a bad attitude and sort of look at themselves as a little bit better, a little bit more elitist, and so forth. And you can work in toxic work environments and so forth. It's just that, like I've worked with many of my coworkers on this topic, and it's a few com companies where this has been an issue, where they have complained that other teams are toxic or they don't really care or like they are not very helpful, especially when you have dependencies and so forth. And so the the thing is that it, that does happen, and it's like you, you. I can basically promise you, if you work for long enough, you're gonna start seeing. I think that it's it's gonna at some point resonate with you that if you have other parties involved in your work process, it's very difficult for you to usually collaborate across teams or across organizations. And a lot of resentment gets built between people when they don't work, quote unquote, in the same team. This tribalism, uh, as I like to call it, or as many people like to call it, I see that all the time, everywhere. I don't think I've been in anything apart from the smallest companies where there is literally one tribe where that hasn't become some type of issue. Now for me it's difficult to give you any real insight here because the thing is the these people are very easy for me to deal with and the reason is because their their biggest flaw their absolute biggest flaw is that they rely on two things to be able to operate the way they do. The first and foremost thing is that they don't get a spotlight on them. Because as I like to say, the only way a bully can operate is in the dark. Because if you make that person very public and very accountable for their actions, it's very difficult to continue until you get fired because the whole reason they can behave this way is either because they're in such a position of power that there is no one who's going to like uh, question them on it or more likely because there's no one who knows how they are acting or how they behave or how 
you know incompetent they are or like this and that and so that's the one part the other part is that the people that at least the engineering department who have this way of behaving they think usually that they are the smartest person in the room in many cases they are like they get used to talking to non-technical stakeholders or other software developers or who don't really care enough or so forth like they 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 they're you it's almost a little bit of a narcissistic thing where they're so used to uh, getting their way or being so being smart that they I don't know they create this they, they put themselves on a pillar and the thing is it's only the jerks who don't see that sometimes they're not the smartest person in the room usually or the people who are so good that there are ne actually never is anybody who is smarter in the room uh, but when you identify that these two things are what's making all of this possible it's actually very simple I've always found to deal with these sorts of situations so an example would be when I've, I've coached my software teams uh, and I've talked to my old co-workers and so forth about third-party dependencies which is a classic one where as I was saying you have this issue where you get a bad attitude or something like that uh, from third parties where you need some information or something like that and I go well maybe you can do this go and make a request to their team for the thing that you need in order to unblock yourself from doing your job and then they don't answer and then you ping them again a few hours later and then you ping them again and I usually put this reminder a schedule it's almost like a cron job I could probably automate it it just pings them relentlessly in until they reply and usually when they don't reply it is not because they're not there it is because they don't give a shit and then you basically just uh, maybe after two or three attempts you just say that you block your story and then you move on with your day and you go and do something else uh, you start working on the next story and it doesn't matter if it's a high-stakes story or not like it could be the most important thing in the entire universe because what's now happening is that your PO is going to come to you and say whoa, 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 why is this block and then you just very politely smile oh I'm sorry uh, I need this and that from that team but they don't seem to be replying so I don't really know how to move forward and now you just escalated the problem you took as I like to say, you do hand-holding where you take the person who wants you to build something and you stop doing the thing that a lot of people do which is to st stand in front of them as their personal hero saying that you're gonna fix the thing and instead you step to the side take them by the hand and walk them over to the team who's stopping you or the person is stopping you and just present put them in the same conversation and say I'm sorry I've been asking this person here you point at that person I've been asking him or her uh, how we could do progress here and it seems to be he seems to be very difficult uh, difficult to you know you don't even have to say difficult like it seems to, it seems to be difficult to to get a reply here um, so I'm not sure I can progress uh, so I was thinking I'm gonna do something else until we get a reply back and then what happens is that that person is gonna try and if they have more influence than you or because now there's two people at the door of this other team and if they don't reply now it's increasingly embarrassing and then the next person is gonna do the same thing or like your PO is gonna do the same thing or just give up and then the story goes away anyway 
and I've done this, uh, it has never failed. Not a single time. Because by the time we're done, it's very silly and it takes a million years sometimes, but it always ends the same way. It's just a matter of time before there are so many people who are trying to get, it usually sta stops at one or two. We, I think I've made it up to four once, where four people from uh, the organization, or my part of the organization, is trying to connect to them on the other side. They will get back to you, I promise you. But the problem usually in my software developers don't get is that it's when it's just you, they don't feel like you're, they're obligated to help you. And that's why the hand-holding is so powerful. Sometimes I even go to the user, I take the user by the hand and I go and say, that's the team that is, I need to do this and that, otherwise we can't make progress. And then they are wondering, okay, why aren't they not helping you? And you just shrug and say, I don't know. That is a very powerful technique. The other one that I suggest to you is when you're dealing with someone who's usually, who is very used to being the smartest person in the room, and that is to play a little bit dumb. I like to say that to my team as well. Just play dumb. Don't try to like be outsmart them or anything like that. Just ask them questions related to their solutions or their choices that, that they have made. And then when you get good at spotting, if you are really truly smart enough to see that these things are not so good or like they're not going to work out, ask them the sort of questions where it gets very difficult for them to answer them with a straight face because if you attack them you create a conf conflict and if you but if you ask stupid questions where they haven't really thought about this you don't get them into ag aggression mode you instead get them to try to explain and motivate why they think or do the things that they do and yeah ideally you'd want to do that in front of people because it always goes from arrogant speech to stuttering and uh, uh, a lot of uhing and owing uh, uh, yeah and then they start rambling and falling over themselves because trying to save face and they lose that magical thing that they which is I've told other people this I told I've told you guys this before guys do not get in into into the habit of feeling good about being the smartest person or the person who delivers the quickest or so forth because when you build up that arrogance or like that prestige around you you get very territorial and very aggressive when someone is making you seem like you don't know what you're doing and when you build up a a, a reputation of always being the smartest or the most opinionated etc etc it's like that movie white guys can't jump when Wesley Snipes gets schooled by this like I can't remember his name now but uh, because you have made yourself so arrogant and so publicly the best or so forth now it's gonna hurt to fail and a, lo a lot of very smart people can't deal with this so they try to they go aggressive instead and they try to defend their ego and it's so easy to kill the, kill this if you know how to ask silly questions or questions that are actually they're not stupid you just wrap them in ignorance or something very benign and when someone tries to answer them in front of other people you don't have to say anything because they they, they, they the other people in the room they can see that this person actually doesn't know the answer they, because they lose their confidence in front of everyone. And that, my friend, is a gigantic...
gigantic fire show, uh, fire fireworks show for anybody who's used to talking to this person who is always this arrogant know-it-all who has the answer to everything, and all of a sudden they don't. And that contrast shift is enormous. So what I want you to take away from this is that yes, I do see a lot of people who sometimes are have a bad attitude or like aren't so friendly in software or usually think that they're the smartest person in the room. Get whatever they like you know they can do a lot of stuff because usually as engineers we have a lot of uh, influence if we are in the right positions or so forth and so forth and I've always found that it's difficult for teams to deal with people like that but me personally I don't really have much problems dealing with people like this because I know where their strength comes from and as long as you can keep your cool it's usually very easy uh, I like to tell people that it's if you don't emotionally invest and engage with this person, just look at them as I like to say, I, I do this thing I, for myself, I mentally picture a wall of smoke. Now, I can't punch through the, through the smoke because that might crush, it might be something on the other side that might crush my knuckles. So I have to just put my hand and very gently just push it right through. And if there's something there that's going to stop me, then I just give up and I go and do the next thing. Because unfortunately, you can't force things that will not move your way. But the way that it's very easy for you to make a real difference is, as I said, highlight the problem. If someone isn't replying to you or someone's blocking you or saying no or so forth and so forth, remember, a bully can only sustain bullying as long as the public accepts that it is happening and that means if it's just you and that person dealing with the problem then they're going to be able to stop you because you need them to do something or like they're stopping you from doing something and now all you have to do is to take the person who wants you to do the thing and go and say yeah sorry I can't do it and they go why because of that person and then you move them into the conversation all of a sudden there's two people now at their door and then three and then four and then a million because no one who has an illogical reason or like something like that for blocking people like this or behaving like this will be able to withstand that many people watching them at the same time. It, they're, they're not going to find that very pleasant at all. And if it turns out that they have a legitimate reason for saying no, then everybody who wants you to do something will understand that and then okay then we don't do this thing and you go unscathed out, of, unscathed out of the situation it's not you who failed it is you who can't make progress because you have a blocker somewhere if that makes sense and then the other part is as I said if you're dealing with someone who is a little bit of a know-it-all who who talks down to people or behaves like a jerk and usually gets what they want and you can spot their flaws in their approach don't attack them don't question them outright because they're very used to defending themselves and going into reptile defense mode just benignly almost like a junior level software developer ask oh how are you thinking about this I'm very curious and like be very friendly and then ask very uncomfortable questions you can start with simple questions about their ideas and then you can ask things like oh uh, but it seems like this and that is going on uh, have you thought about this and if that's not the case what about this scenario 
and if you really are onto something that they haven't thought about you will see their arrogance drop very quickly it's the same thing when you're dealing with someone who has quote unquote a lot of years of experience and then you ask them about something and then they all of a sudden go from confident to uh, mm, uh, if they earn uh, no, that means that they don't really know have a great day